You're listening to RazorCast, USA's hottest podcast, bringing you cutting-edge interviews from leading industry professionals. Hello, everyone. This is Liz Harvey coming to you from our RazorCast studios in New York City, where we are dedicated to bringing you top-quality advice from many of the leading expert professionals across the U.S. In today's episode, we are speaking with Dr. Andrew Shepard. Dr. Shepard is the founder and serves as chiropractor and nutritionist of Mountain Health Chiropractic and Wellness in Plano, Texas. Originally, Dr. Shepard is from New Zealand. He has lived in over 14 countries around the world and is the author of two books, Health, Put in Your Reach, and Forever Young. Dr. Shepard has been published in Chiropractic's Economics and has appeared on the Varia Health and Wellness Network. Currently, he has two shows running on the Genesis of Healing Network run by the Discovery Channel. Mountain Health Chiropractic and Wellness has been recognized as America's top chiropractors in Plano, Texas by the Consumers Research Council of America. We welcome him here today as Dr. Shepard is widely considered to be one of the top chiropractors in the country and a contributing member of our national network of industry professionals. Today we are going to talk about a very important topic, hormonal imbalance. Hi, Dr. Shepard. How are you today? Hi, Liz. I'm doing fantastic, and thanks for having us here on the show today. Well, thanks for being here. So I'm going to jump right in. And uh, what are the different types of hormones, and what roles do they play in our bodies? That is a great question, and we could talk on this for the next day. So I'm going to try and keep this as succinct as we can. Just kind of give you an overview Firstly, we need to understand that the hormones in the body are regulated by what we call the endocrine system. And the endocrine system is made up of many different glands and organs, and it controls the way that the body actually functions. So the endocrine system produces hormones that travel to all parts of our body and help to maintain our tissues and organs. So we're going to just touch on a few areas that are governed by the endocrine system. Reproduction, stress response, growth and sexual development, body energy levels, internal balance of body systems, bone and muscle strength. So that's a good for you to kind of start with. Now, what our endocrine system does is it produces, stores, and releases those hormones when they're needed, and when it all works properly, the body's able to function smoothly as it was designed. So let's take a look at some of the glands of the hormone system. Many of you will have heard about the adrenal glands. It's a little E-shaped glands that sit above the kidneys. And what, one of their major functions is to uh, regulate energy levels and also stress. One of the hormones produced by the adrenals under extreme stress is cortisol. Cortisol is known as the stress hormone and also as the fat hormone. If you've wondered why you just can't get rid of that uh, spare tire from around the belly... Mm-hmm. your cortisol levels are way too high and you're not dealing with stress properly. So we'd want to go and take a look at the adrenal system. Next we've got the hypothalamus and its job really is to help out with the pituitary gland, which is kind of one of the master glands in the body. And our ovaries, they're going to produce our estrogen and progesterone. Our pancreas, very important. That's insulin and insulin regulation. Help us digest the sugar into our bodies. Our parathyroid gland, that's for our bone development and strength. Our pineal gland, melatonin, has a lot to do with how balanced the body is, the emotions, whether you're sleeping well, whether you're able to get to sleep, stay asleep. Testes, they produce 
testosterone, the spermicides, and also important for bone mass. So yes, ladies, we need testosterone as well, not only the men. Thymus gland is crucial to the immune system, and particularly in children. Actually, after late teens, generally the thymus gland turns to fat. So the thymus is not a player in adults, but super important in the functioning of the endocrine system and the immune system in children. And lastly, the thyroid, which kind of controls our metabolism and our energy regulation. Okay, and um, what are some common conditions associated with a hormonal imbalance? Hormonal imbalances are going to become relatively obvious relatively quickly, and they are not just um, the property of elderly people or um, women with cycle changes, those kinds of things. They can affect anybody from literally young teens through to uh, late adults, irrespective of sex. So some of the things that we're going to be commonly noting are cholesterol disorders, either high cholesterol, high triglycerides, an imbalance between the HDLs and the LDLs. Osteoporosis is a big one. When the hormones are out of balance, osteoporosis is a big one. Hypo or hyperthyroid conditions, um, known as Graves or Hashimoto's diseases, diabetes, hypertension, infertility, menopause, and a number of different metabolic disorders. Okay, and what can people do naturally to help correct a hormonal imbalance? That's a difficult thing to answer. Uh, there are really not a lot of avenues that you can do yourself when you notice that things are malfunctioning within the hormone system. The first suggestion that I have is get yourself to some kind of a doctor, whether it be a natural doctor, uh, whether it be an endocrinologist who specializes in the hormones, uh, your general practitioner. It really doesn't matter. Just get up somewhere where they're able to just evaluate what is actually going on. Um, when we have the information that we need, then we're able to suggest what you may or may not be able to do yourself because the list of things can be extensive or it can be very small and supplementation may be required, changes in lifestyle may be required, certain extreme cases, surgeries may be required to actually remove or change the way particular glands are functioning. All right, and can you explain bioidentical hormone replacement therapy, or BHRT? Absolutely. Bioidentical hormones are, quote-unquote, natural hormones. Now, there's a lot of confusion out there right now about what is actually bioidentical, what is a natural hormone, what's a synthetic hormone. Essentially, bioidentical hormones are ones that are identical structure to those made in our own bodies. So when something is synthesized in a laboratory, irrespective of whether it comes from a natural source or if it's an actual chemical that we're able to synthesize, there is a genetic lock and a key. If you want to imagine uh, Lego blocks, and when you put them together, they'll either fit together correctly and nice and tight, 
we can kind of squish them on there and make them fit not quite so tight, but it looks okay, but the structure is not the same. The structure is not the way that it was designed. That's what's going to happen with a hormone that's synthesized in a lab. So the body sees it, it recognizes it, but it doesn't recognize it completely. It's not always able to use it the way that it's designed. As opposed to a bioidentical, where it sees it as though you had actually made it within your own body yourself. Generally, for the most part, bioidentical hormones are synthesized, um, but they are synthesized from plants in the heart. Um, and because of that, the body is not able to distinguish between the bioidentical hormones and the ones actually naturally produced. The advantage of that is it doesn't shut down. Providing the body with high levels of artificial hormones can reverse conditions, absolutely. However, what it will tend to do um, is shut down the body's natural production of those hormones, which can be catastrophic. In some cases, it's actually necessary. But for the majority, what we're trying to do is increase, or in some cases, decrease the productions of certain hormones by helping to stimulate the body upregulate or increase its own production. And that's what the bioidentical hormones are actually able to do. Okay, and um, maybe you can describe who is your typical patient for this um, bioidentical hormone replacement therapy? Um, what type of person or why would they um, want to undergo this therapy? One thing that I've learned over the years, Liz, is that there is no such thing as a typical patient or a typical mm -hmm. condition or, or a typical right. disease. It's, it's so case-specific, and it really can be somebody, perhaps a teenager, going through puberty that doesn't understand what's happening, um, that may be having inappropriate hormone secretions or responses at certain times. Again, we would defer to some kind of lab testing, whether it be blood testing or saliva testing, and just case history, obviously, with a condition like that. It could be somebody who's uh, a woman who's going into either premenopause or postmenopause. There are certain changes, obviously, within that kind of environment. It could be somebody who's gone through a hysterectomy. It could be a male that's having low testosterone because of diet, because of lifestyle, because of um, previous medications that may be shutting down. Uh, it could be an old or elderly person who's having issues with the parathyroid, so they're starting to become more osteoporotic. Bone density is decreasing. So really, the gamut can be literally anybody, because we do all have hormones, and unfortunately, as we age, particularly our anti-aging hormones and our sex hormones after the age of 35 start decreasing significantly. HGH, human growth hormone, is really one of the major reasons that we age and why we start to look wrinkly and why we start to get saggy and baggy in places. Our production of that up until the age of 35 is significant. Once we hit 35, it's downhill from there. So from an anti-aging perspective, as opposed from just a condition-specific, you can actually kind of reverse the clock by using bioidentical hormones, or such as HGH, 
to be able to help the body say, well, maybe I don't need to age quite so quickly because here's some more of this youth hormone, for want of a better term, that's able to help me um, turn back the clock. Really, it can be anybody at any time for whatever condition. But like I say, whether you see somebody like myself or an endocrinologist or a general practitioner or an internist, the biggest thing that we all do is case history, what are your circumstances, what's malfunctioning, what would you like to perhaps enhance or change, and then we go back to the testing. Let's take a look, let's evaluate where those levels are, what's going on, and from there we can determine what's going to be an appropriate treatment mechanism for you. All right. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Shepard. We know you're extremely busy, so I just want to thank you for your time and help today. Absolutely. It was my pleasure. Thanks for having me on the show. And for our listeners across the country, if you are interested in speaking with Dr. Andrew Shepard, you can either go online to www.planochiropractornow.com or call 972-212-5725 to schedule an appointment. And on behalf of our entire team at RazorCast, we want to thank you for listening, and we look forward to bringing you more top-quality content from our country's leading industry professionals. You've been listening to RazorCast, USA's hottest podcast, bringing you cutting-edge interviews from leading industry professionals.